0: Well, there. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the Mr. Warren Hayes Show. This is the special uh, NWA Power Recap that I do live right here on patreon.com slash Mr. Warren Hayes. That's right. That is absolutely correct. I do a, 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 I do the, the live recording of the NWA Power Recap over on uh, over on patreon exclusive for patrons who are at the five dollar tier the power pal tier of the Mr Warren Hayes show that you can show support support for right here and 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 then even if you don't make it live as a patron you still have early access to it because I release this into the wild the next day over on youtube.com Mr Warren Hayes and also on all your favorite podcast applications it's there as well every it's everywhere is there it's there everywhere so uh so yeah so if you want to if, if you want to jump in if you want to come join or or just listen to the to, to to me talk about nwa before everyone else does well become a member of the patreon of the patreon join the patreon and i would appreciate that a great deal a great great deal such as you know how appreciative I am of my current patrons? I'm very appreciative of my current patrons, such as Smart to death Nick Wolf, John Washaba, Harmony, Big Paws on a Pup, and Ben Parizet, who are all power pals of the show, so go check it out, you get this, you get a whole bunch of other stuff, you get, you get a post stream. Every Thursday after I'm done with the main Mr. Warren Hayes show, I start up another post stream where I I call Warren's off the clock. Much more relaxed, much more chill. We talk a lot about uh, about stuff. It's a good time. And that's for patrons only. You get my show notes. Look, there's goodies. There's all sorts of goodies. So go check out all of the goodies on Patreon. Anyways, thank you patrons for being here. Thank you everyone for watching. And if you're watching right now on YouTube, do give the video a thumbs up. If you're listening to this on the on your favorite podcast application, well, well you can always show it some love. Any way that the application allows you to show love, unless it's illegal, you ha- unless you have to do illegal things, don't do illegal things to show me love. All, you, all I want in a, in, in, in a loving relationship is honesty and trust. Those are the foundations, folks of any real relationship. That that that's the only thing that that's all that matters really. <laughs> what was I talking about? NWA power. <laughs> mm. Coming off the heels of a really hot episode last week which was real real good, starting off this week's episode here. I'm going to tell you guys Pantera I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a middle-aged white man. I've listened to my share of Pantera throughout the nineties. It's fine. You know, <laughs> there's no big shocker there. I, have uh, Pantera's great. Pantera is great. I, I just don't know about this theme song. I don't know why they felt compelled to change into the fire which had become which was it's to me is just iconic to NWA now i don't know why they decided to change it maybe their their rights deal was up and they decided to not renegotiate i don't know why you tell me why tell me why I no, but I, I. It sort of took me by surprise, and I was like, "No, I'm not into this. I'm not. I'm not into it. Bring, bring me, bring me back, Dawkin." I don't know. I don't know, but it's all right. It's a, it, you know. It, it's not going to take away. It's not going to take away from my enjoyment of the show. Just as much as ACDC asking me every week if I am ready for a good time does not take away my enjoyment of SmackDown. Tim Storm comes out to begin. He goes up to the interview podium with Yaman Joe Galley. Tim Storm calls the NWA fans family and they will face, he will face Tom Latimer in a match next week, which should be rocking because Tom Latimer is the man. Uh, he says that he asked, Tim Storm says that he asked for this match because he still wants to be considered a contender for, uh, for titles, for TV title. The, he wants to be in a title picture. So he wants to prove himself. I mean, this is consistent, right? With the, with the, uh, with, uh, with, uh, Tim Storm as a character on a wrestling show. I'm pretty sure it's very close to who he is in real life. I don't th- I don't think it's that much of a stretch. We're not like talking Dustin Reynolds gold dust difference in characters here. Um, I think he. I think this is really good. I think that, I, you know, I. it's good that he continues to position himself, try to always be like, you know what? I want to still be credible. I still have a place here and the fans buy into it. The fans love it. I like it, too. I think they're doing a great job with them character wise. But then Joe Galley asks him the big question. There's some murmurs backstage, some rumor and innuendo to steal from another successful podcast. There's a lot of talk backstage, Tim, that you want to retire. Which, of course, gets the NWA faithful into a tizzy. But he says, no, it's not going to happen. And then Latimer, accompanied by Camille, come out. And he says he doesn't give a crap about the match next week. By God, what a heel! <laughs> um, and but then Joe Galli interrupts the promo. He goes to his to his earpiece and he's like, "We got we got some breaking news. Mama Storm is here. Mama Storm." The audience erupts a huge, huge pop, and Tim Storm's like, "What? My mom's here? You <laughs> know, kind of things like what? How did she get here?" But no, it's some dude in drag. Dressed with a walker, dressed up as an old lady. Tim Storm's not happy about it. Mama Storm takes some 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 shots at Tim Storm and walks away. If this is a one-time thing... Like, honestly, I dug the promo right up to this point here. I thought it was a little stupid and it felt directionless. But, you know, it, this is the kind of thing where I'm like, I'll wait and see where this goes. Let's just wait and see where it goes. Because if this develops into something that has maybe to do with uh, strictly business, which, you know, Storm has been feuding with various members, or at least fighting with them. Got, you know, I don't. I think he still hates Tim, uh, Nick Aldis, right? Um, maybe this will lead to something, but as a one-off thing... As a goof, I'm kind of like, you know, at some point I was wondering if we're just seeing a a, 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 a a rib, a live rib in front of the audience here. I don't know. But man, that pop that the audience came got when Mama Storm was announced to be there, if NWA plays its cards right, if NWA plays its cards right, they fly her in for hard times, not hard times, uh, the Crockett Cup. And they have her show up. It's going to be the pop of the night. People are going to be talking about this on social media for days after. She doesn't have to do much. She just has to show up. I think it's a good thing to do. Give it to the fans and WA. Like, clearly, clearly they want that. We have Ricky Starks joining joining Joe Gali and Stu Benetton. To watch Matt Cross, R O H dude, Matt Cross versus Caleb Conley. This was a fun match, you guys. Back there's some back and forth here that uh, between them both that leads into a stalemate. Uh, Cross hits a hurricane run and a running forearm smash into the corner. He does his timber falling elbow. He doesn't actually say timber, but he just drops like a like a log is what I'm saying. And then, when I say dropping like a log, it actually sounds like you know me talking about going to the bathroom. So I prefer to just say timber. And I hope I never have to say drop a log ever again on my podcast. <laughs> Conley hits an Inzaguri. Uh, he knocks Cross off the uh, top turnbuckle uh, very nastily. Hits a hits a shining wizard. Covers Cross, but only gets two. He gets a nice bow and arrow on him as well. A senton covers him again, but only gets two. Cross, uh, fights back with some clotheslines. A handspring back elbow off a springboard flying back elbow without losing momentum. That was real, real good, good, good stuff. Covers him, but only gets two. Uh, He uh, calmly hits a rope-assisted tornado DDT. Uh, Then a running bounce-back cutter, I guess you'd call it, which was real, real cool. But the top rope shooting star press by... Matt Cross puts Conley away and gets the win. Two notes here that I will have to point out. This was a really fun match. This was a lot, a lot of fun. Uh, I will keep, I will keep on this until the cows come home. Your boy, uh, your boy, Caleb Conley is too good to just be jobbing out week after week. I get it, I get it. It's the idea of paying your dues. I get it. You can't push everyone all at once, but that kid is good. He is good at professional wrestling. He put him in this match with Matt, um, with um, with Matt Cross. Then they were able to do some nice, some nice little magic for the time that they had allotted to them. This was a fun, fun one to get into. Uh, and we're going to see a little later on, um, a little later on in the uh, in the show, more Ring of Honor guys are going to show up. So NWA and Ring of Honor clearly looking forward to. Uh, working together into some kind of relationship moving forward and I think it's smart for both of them I think it might I you know I think on one hand uh Ring of Honor needs this kind of uh needs this kind of um goodwill again it needs to build some back whereas I think uh I, I where I really think NWA can benefit from having its talent show up on ring of honor and vice versa, having some talent exchange like this. I think it's a good move for both of them. I think there's guys like Matt cross, for instance, uh, deserve to have much more of a larger platform than just being on one show. Same thing. Like for guys like Ricky Starks at the same time, if he goes off to, to, to work, um, to work on, uh, on ring of honor shows, uh as an nwa guy i mean it's just good it's good for everyone and i think it's very uh very very telling of how things are going to go moving forward now uh they did say you know matt cross is having his nwa debut i don't know if that means that he's becoming exclusive i don't think so though i don't it wouldn't make sense i don't think it'd be that good a move at this conjecture to be like yeah you know what i'm just doing this not in his case we get a recap of Nick Aldis last week saying that uh, <laughs> with the stipulation of the match where he basically says that Marty has to refund everyone in the arena. If Marty loses the match, their match at uh, the Crockett Cup, and I still think it's a very weird stipulation because Marty's going to be the babyface, and no one is going to want the baby face to win because everyone's going to want to have their ticket refunded. Everyone's going to be like, Marty just lose the goddamn match. I think it's a weird step. But then, you know, all this has a, has a, a, it talks into the camera. He speak, he's speaking directly to us. First of all, pointing out that he's been champion for 571 days now, consecutive days. And it's been seven days since he laid down the challenge to Skrull and Skrull hasn't answered yet. So he's opening the door to Marty Skrull maybe not complying to the request or maybe having a counteroffer. He says exactly that. You know, you're a businessman. I'm a businessman. Maybe you could just counter offer and that'd be cool. And he expects a response back from Marty by Free Enterprise, which is this weekend, the Ring of Honor free show. So you know what? They're doing a good job so far hyping the main event for uh for the crockett cup I I dig it i I think they're going they're doing a good job so far giving it some you know a slow simmer of a, a slow simmer just and adding just adding some some ingredients as they're going along maybe maybe a, a a little thyme a little basil you know you put a bay leaf in there you just and you know you're you're building your you're cre you're making your soup then what's then what do you do next then you start adding in the potatoes you start adding in the carrots the onions the celery I want soup now <laughs> Can anyone make me soup Dave Marquez is at the um is at the position and um and he's with uh, he's with Pope Why is your Burke and the Dawson's and he wants to know what's going on between all these people and Eddie Kingston and uh, Pope basically says that the Dawson's are running with Pope. Now they capitalized on an opportunity and decided to run with him. Unlike homicide in Kingston who refused to take some of Pope's magic essentially and he says homicide as opposed to Kingston homicide has no star power, which of course brings out your boy Edward Kingston and Kingston comes out with uh, with fire man. He puts homicide over saying that he's made stars in other companies. He says that he would have uh, Kingston would have committed suicide had it not been for homicide. He loves the man. He'd do anything for him. And he's not going to stand around and let Pope disrespect him like that. Kingston uh, Kingston, you know, then sort of like goes, "Okay, you got there's three guys here. Well, I have some backup too." Some guys from Ring of Honor. We're talking about the bouncers who come out, the Beer City Bruiser and Brian Milanis, and they take out the Dawsons. Kingston wants Pope, but Pope backs the hell off. See, there more Ring of Honor guys right here, and you know, we'll we'll see what the with the bouncers, you know, we'll see how it goes with the Dawsons. They're similar teams. I, you know. The Dawson's, they just don't do it for me. But, you know, a storyline's a storyline. I can dig it. And I can especially dig Eddie Kingston getting himself some on Pope. And, man, Eddie Kingston in a sea here, a sea of men who cut tremendous promos week after week. You have Eli Drake just being a magician. You have Eddie Kingston cutting these heartfelt, sincere promos that speak from a place of truth. And again, this is something so, so crucial to the brand. We see some of it on AEW, but I, I, I really do believe that this is this is part of what makes uh, NWA a real alternative to what happens on, on WWE television because... It's, it's the promo before everything else. You're not putting over necessarily storylines. You're putting over your characters. You're making them real to us. And Eddie Kingston has some of the most real promos I've heard in a long time. And he's been fantastic with them in NWA so far. They need to, ge- to give Eddie Kingston a bigger platform. I hope this uh, feud that he's brewing with Elijah Burke is going to go somewhere and somewhere good for him because I I believe every word this guy says, which might not be a good thing, <laughs> I don't know, to be so naive, but, but I buy into it. And that's the thing. This is what makes... This is what makes uh, Power so special week after week. This was a great, great promo. What wasn't so great, though, was May Valentine's Diary. This attempt at a vlog that they're doing for May Valentine. Now, let me break this down a little bit. Just just, uh, so that you're not sitting around saying, Ah, Warren is hating on it. I appreciate the idea. And I appreciate them trying to give... May Valentine something to do, not just have her hang around as a pretty face, just have her be there and talking and communicating and you know having something, doing something with her, where she's basically recapping. She's talking about backstage stuff and recapping what happened last week with with Sal Ronaldo and saying she has a new friend in Sal and all of that. And she, you know, she's surprised at how jealous. Um, uh, Isaac's got last week, and but you know I, I've said this before on the main show, and I'll say it here as well. A good idea is a good idea, but then when it, sometimes the execution just isn't there, and I don't think this is using May Valentine to her strengths. Not in a blog, a vlog type situation where she's talking to the camera, you know, the extreme close up and. You know, the, 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 the special lighting, right? Like right up here (laughs) and talking to people in a, in a vlog style, you know, it's like, Hey, what's up everyone. This is your girl, you know, kind of thing because she doesn't have that natural bubbliness that is very, very crucial to making a successful vlog to making a vlog feel like a vlog may is she's very pretty. I think she has very natural charisma but as it stands right now her delivery's not there. She she doesn't express herself very clearly, comes across as a little scripted. Uh it doesn't come quite it doesn't come off as very natural and this is a big dichotomy in the rest of NWA where everything is you can tell Nothing is scripted. Like no one is reading lines. There's bullet points, there's uh, objectives and things that we have to get through in our promo, but no one is reciting lines. May here is clearly reading from a script. I don't have a problem with that, but I think it's she's not natural at it. And on top of that, since everything else promo related in NWA is so off the cuff, this sounds even more off than maybe it would be. Plus I don't think the production value is there. You know, the camera the way it was positioned right in front of her face should maybe have been angled up a little bit coming down on her. You know, like like all like all vloggers, YouTubers do. And but I don't think it's in her personality to get that across cuz she's you know, you know, you guys I love you and it, And it just feels, it doesn't feel natural. It feels off. Whereas when you see these vloggers on YouTube do it, it's very, very natural. But they have the personalities to make it happen as well. I'm not, this I think is a faux pas. We'll see see if they want to do more of these. But it was a little cringe. Didn't like it. I think... I I just don't think that this is using May Valentine to her strengths. What are her strengths? I don't know. But this here, it ain't it. Next, we had Trevor Murdoch versus Aaron Stevens for the NWA National Championship. This was off of a challenge that came last week at the tail end of that wild, wild promo. Of course, Aaron Stevens, shooter. Aaron Stevens is accompanied by his uh, sensei. The question mark. Murdoch body slams uh, shooter three times in the ring, and uh, and he rolls out to the floor. Murdoch goes after him, but uh, question mark runs some interference, keeps uh, keep tries to keep Murdoch from going after Stevens. But the referees like, nah, nah, I'm having none of that, and he tosses the question mark to some booze in the audience. I mean, it's the question mark after all the most over guy in the company and you're tossing him, man. Um, but this allows Stevens to hit a baseball slide drop, kick on Murdoch. They fight onto the floor, get eventually get back into the ring as well. And Steven tosses Murdoch back to the floor. He throws him out again when he comes back in and he starts asking for match time. So we see what's going on here. There's a 10 minute time limit in championship matches. Uh, on TV, uh, at least for the NWA championship uh, for the national championship, excuse me. So Stevens is killing time. He just, he get, when Murdoch gets back in, he just tosses him out back on the floor again. Um, um uh, Murdoch goes in, you know, and he, uh, he, uh, Murdoch gets back in, but they see that, Stevens hits him with an eye poke and tosses him back out to the floor as well we get the two minute warning at some point I mean you know Stevens strategy clear his strategy here is clear he doesn't care how he wins he just wants to win he'll take a count out win that'll be that's fine with him Um, but uh, Murdoch uh, gets back into the ring he starts to fight back with some clotheslines a full Nelson slam he covers Stevens, who kicks out, and we're at one minute before the end of the match. Murdoch eats a, uh, gets a sleeper locked in. Um, uh, but he eats a jawbreaker by Stevens and the bell rings. We get to the time limit. Stevens retains, but Murdoch just just for the just for the heck of it. He hits the top row bulldog after the bell, just for good measure. This was fine. This was a this was a storytelling match more than anything action packed, but it was a good story that was told. It was the perfect story that Iron Stevens has to say, has to tell. I should say, excuse me. That's what he's good for in, in in NWA. I mean, he's good for a lot of things, but this is what his role is. He's the chicken shit cowardly heel. Who you know? Who doesn't? Who's just really, really happy to own a, to own a title, and he's going to do anything he can to hang on to it. I dig it. I think it's fine. It works perfectly for him. Why not do that? It's a good distraction. I like it. It's different. It's different from anything else on the show. We get a Zicky Dice promo backstage where he says that if NWA gets to two hundred and eighty-four thousand subscribers, that's about. 284,000 more subscribers than I have, then he'll do something as chosen by the fans, as picked by the fans. Uh, Okay. We'll see how this goes. Sean Mooney gets a two-minute spot where he recaps the events of the past couple of weeks, which is cool. The main event angle and uh, um, and, um, Ricky Starks' defense from last week they're putting an emphasis on the lucky 7 rule which i still think is a fantastic addition i love that so much what an easy way to add stakes and have potential potentially great creative ideas moving forward this is so good um so yeah so basically that that just about wraps it up but hey good to see Sean Mooney doing a, uh doing a uh I, I, I'm I gotta say I'm kind of disappointed that there's not what's the word I'm looking for? Not an action center. What's the expression? Um oh jeez. Um a command center. The command center like they had in WCW and WWF and AEW now. You know, there's a command center. He's not he's not broadcasting from the command center, he's just like sitting in front of that the the space graphic, you know. So Sean Mooney from outer space. The galaxy flying behind him brings us NWA news, which is fine. I don't think, I'm I'm just being stupid. It doesn't, I don't need a command center. That's fine. <laughs> Eli Drake and James Storm defend their AEW, AEW, here we go. This NWA, their <laughs> NWA tag team championships against the returning Josephus and MIMS. The audience is pretty happy to see Josephus back from his from his um, uh, from his suspension. I mean, it's it's good that he's back. I mean, he hasn't been doing much over the past few over the past few months. Maybe there's a little ring rust. I mean, you know, he hasn't been doing much, right? Josephus eats shit from Drake and Storm to start off the match but then uh, Josephus uh, body slams uh, Eli Drake and gets Mims into the match who eats a lariat by Drake a kick and a snapmare and a running diving forearm from Storm follows Eli Drake hits his big jumping elbow drop and a fireman's carry into the backstabber from the champs win it I like that move, I think it's fun it's a good move um, just got to be careful on how they hit it. Cause I, it's the kind of move I think that I like on, on James. It's all about timing. And I think that on James storms side, it has the greater potential. Well, it has the potential to just look messy. So, you, you know, I, I like it, but they have to be careful. I think, but I like it fun little match. It was fine. Give the champions, uh, some shine on TV, give them a match. Nothing wrong with this. I'm gonna tell you what else wasn't wrong on this show Thunder Rosa defending the and successfully defending the NWA women's Championship against Allison Kaye. this was good again this was real good this uh, my God Melina's on commentary but she ain't talking she doesn't have a headset on nothing she's just standing there in a fantastic striped suit she looks great in it it, it just compliments her. It, it really does look good. I'm not being facetious. It really, really did look good on her. There's some strong groundwork between Kay and Rosa to begin with, with Kay eventually getting the upper hand and Rosa sort of backing off a bit. Not coward-like, just like, oh, I need to regroup. And I like this. This was a good story here. Again, establishing the fact that they're two very competitive women, very, very strong wrestlers. They trade some kicks and some strikes and Rosa goes back to work on the arm that was the key to her success at hard times and winning the title. She just pulled that arm apart. It was fantastic stuff. Uh, Kay fights back and lands some chops ach- on Thunder Rosa. My God. Walter would be proud. She whips Rosa into the ropes who runs back, who bounces back and satellites onto Kay. Bringing her down with a Fujiwara armbar that was like mwah, cordon bleu stuff. It was so nice. Joe Gally at this point, uh, the man, says that pound for pound, they're some of the best wrestlers on the roster. And I want to point this out because I like what he said. He said, pound for pound, these are some of the best wrestlers on the roster. Not some of the best women's Ross wrestlers on the roster. He just said wrestlers. And I agree again, these two women here tonight, like, I, I told you guys, I told you guys, they stole the show at hard times, did you watch hard times like I asked you to do last week, did I ask, did you guys go and get the replay, just for this match, because if you didn't, fucking do something, <laughs> Um, it was, because it was really, really good, and Rosa, uh, uh It was really, really good. They stole the show. It was the best match of the night. And here, again, on power, despite the fact that Matt Cross and Joseph uh, and Caleb Conley, Joseph Conley, Caleb Conley had a great match earlier on in the evening. This was it. This was so, so good. One of the better TV matches put on on power so far. And it's the women again who are doing it. They're just fantastic wrestlers. And it's not that they're great women's wrestlers. They're great wrestlers. And I'm... Props to, G- to Joe Golly for calling that one out. Uh they strike and slap at each other and they just go strong style on each other until they start gassing each other out because of the, the strikes, but they somehow they just build the adrenaline up and they start striking at each other again. It was a nice moment. And then they double kick double kick each other down. Marty Bell comes to ringside and uh, Thunder Rosa is not happy about that. She's like, "What what are you doing here? Go go away." And and Marty Bell's like, "I'm here to I'm here to help." And she says, "I don't want help." Oh, but then who comes out? Who comes out then? You have Tasha Steele and Ashley Vox who come out uh, clearly to keep an eye on Thunder Rosa's group for Ashley uh, for um Allison K, you know, just to make sure that everything is stays nice and kosher. So I like this. You have all the women's division here or uh, a substantial part of the women's division are here and just like yeah sticking their nose and stuff and getting involved i like it i like it i like it back in the ring k hits a neck breaker and a knee strike she hits a jackhammer covers thunder rosa but only gets two the ak-47 is counted by a stunner by rosa which was nicely done rosa hits a german suplex covers but only gets two she does a gory special face slam, but it doesn't get the job either. Nor does a Death Valley Death Valley Driver, but a ha- high angle roll up that happens out of nowhere does it? Allison K can't get the job done. Thunder Rosa has her number. She retains the championship. Afterwards, Rosa and uh, and Marty Bell and. Melina are sort of all like, yeah, hanging out. But you can tell there's like a, there's a slight tension. There's nothing too obvious, but there's... You know, Melina's not going to sit around and just wait for for Thunder Rosa to steal all her shine. Hells, no! We all know how Melina is. No, she wasn't WWE. She's got a plan. This was a great... This was a great match. This was a... a Honest to god, these K and Rosa are pros and they are good at professional wrestling. Uh if you if you haven't been watching Power, you've been watching my recaps instead of Power for some reason, I fully suggest that you pull up episode 17 was it? This week's episode, um the uh February 3rd fourth, uh, excuse me and watch it, just watch this match, it was real, real good, short, not as long as the match, I mean, the match at hard times was special, pay-per-view match, I think they went 18 minutes, it was something else, for the time that they had here, it went above and beyond, it was real good stuff, and they are two of the best wrestlers on the entire roster, and they were, and I love that NWA is giving them room to shine, it's fantastic, Go check it out. Check out all of NWA Power. There's another solid episode this week. Solid stuff. Some real great in-ring work. Fun stuff. Went over by ten minutes. An hour and ten minutes was uh was the time this week. I like it. I, I said it a couple of weeks ago when they did the ninety minute show. I think I think an hour and thirty minutes would be perfect for Power on YouTube right now. I think it'd be great. Especially if they keep delivering like they did with in-ring action like they did this week. As much as last week was a very promo-heavy stuff, some uh, promo-heavy as opposed to in-ring. Last week, it was all about about the great promos. This week, it was all about the great in-ring action. So go check it out. Well, I am going to wrap this up right here. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for, for coming in to watch. Or listen to me talk about NWA Power. It was a good show. This is a good show. I also do a good show on Thursday. Be sure to be there Thursday evening, 9 p.m. Eastern for the weekly Mr. Warren Hayes show. And if you want to come and chat with me after the show on the post stream, please do become a Patreon. $5 power Pal level patron will get you access to everything extra I do for the patrons every month and uh and you'll be showing some support for your boy as well can't say i did i can't say i dislike that i kind of dig that but i kind of dig you and if you like what you saw give it a like on uh, on youtube but give it give it a thumbs up very very much appreciated so there you go ladies and gentlemen i'll leave it at that thank you all again for coming over and uh, i'll see you next time